Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Listen, man, this is even worse than you think. Uh, this Trump indictment going down tomorrow. It's even worse than you think. Uh, police state. I, I get all that. I've already covered that. We definitely live in a police state. That's been served up to us like a bunt by the radical left. We live in a police state. It's a fact. We live in a police state. We don't live in a constitutional republic. You can continue to pretend that if you'd like, but it's just not factually accurate. But it's even worse than you think. couple things before we get going today. One, they're getting ready to set you up again. I'm absolutely sure of it. Please do not get baited. I am sure of it. I warned you about this before. Number two, now I, now I get it. This whole thing came together this morning. Why Christopher Ray was delaying producing that FBI document about the Biden bribe. Now it all makes sense. And three, now it makes sense what's going on with China doubling and tripling down on a potential invasion of Taiwan. This is all tied together. That's why it's even worse than you think. I got that. I got Soros. Loaded show today. And Trump, they're definitely putting Trump in danger. Called it last week. I'll show you what I mean. Writing's on the wall, man. All you got to do is read it. Tommy John is nothing better than starting a Monday with a Tommy John read. Guys, are the boys sticking to the thigh right now? Not mine. It's because I got Tommy John. As summer heats up, it'll only get worse. Tommy John underwear is the cooling solution. The sticky situations, they look good too. When you wear Tommy John, you're much more comfortable. You can do everything better. I mean everything. Tommy John underwear is dozens of comfort innovations like breathable, lightweight, moisture whipping, wicking, fab, moisture whipping. <laughs> fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. You can save seven degrees. You can keep seven degrees cooler than cotton. But over 20 million pairs sold. I bought a lot of those myself. And thousands of five-star reviews. <laughs> Balls across America. <laughs> Love their Tommy Johns. He loves these reads because there's no flopping, sticking, or chafing. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics like me. One Tommy John fanatic raised the most comfortable boxer briefs ever. There's no downside. Buy a pair. You won't wear any other underwear again. It's true. I got them on right now. You want to see? <laughs> Paul would go crazy. She'd lose her mind. You can bet your balls are always covered by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear. It's free guarantee. These really their reads. Shop Tommy John's summer collection. Get 20% off your first order at TommyJohn.com slash Dan. Save 20% right now at TommyJohn.com slash Dan. See site for details. Okay. Yes, you have Tommy John. All right, Joseph. Let's go. No swinging, no sticking, no chafing. This is the show. <laughs> That's yeah, so all of that. None of that's included. No sticking, no shaving. I like how you tied that in. Yeah. Listen, this story is worse than you think. Folks, we have been all over this. By the way, I just want to remind you, it is Pride Month. So this is our pride flag, our American flag right here. American pride all month. Please bring a flag, put it on your desk. We'll recognize that uh, throughout the month. So uh, happy American pride month to everyone out there. Uh, folks, we're going to need American pride because this Trump indictment story is worse than you think. Now, this popped this morning, and I cannot vouch for the authenticity of it, but I'm going to post it anyway, just because it could be true and it might not. It certainly fits with a pattern of behavior out of China. I'm going to get to whatever uh, another thing China's up to at the end of the show. Stay tuned. This is just a teaser here, a little bunt in the beginning of the show. U.S. preparing evacuation plans for American citizens in Taiwan. Folks, I'm... I'm absolutely convinced the United States government knows something about China and a potential invasion of Taiwan they're not telling us. How is this related to the Biden uh, bribery, the indictment story? There is zero question in my mind 
The Chinese Communist Party follows the news more than a lot of Americans follow the news. Why? Because they have intelligence consumers over there getting ready to pop at a moment's notice. I have zero doubt they understand that Joe Biden is corrupt, that they own Joe Biden, that the country is now divided like it's never been before. It is on the brink of serious civil issues, given that Biden has turned this place into a police state and that China is getting ready to make a move, which is going to cause a global war, world war that can spill into nuclear Armageddon like that. I have zero doubt China's watching what's going on and is ready to make a move because of this. And the government knows about it. Because of this strife, Biden's uh, by turning us into a police state, causing this division. Now, by the way, think about it. Now the Christopher Ray delay makes all the sense in the world. Think this through. Our hack FBI director, Christopher Ray, he was, uh, I'm not going to turn over this document that Biden got bribed. It doesn't exist. Oh, it does exist, but we'll turn this over. It does exist, but we're not going to turn that part over. Why was he delaying? Think this through. You guys know, and how does it make sense? He was buying special prosecutor Jack Smith in the Trump case time. There is no doubt in my mind. Time to pull Trump into the story to indict Trump. That way it would push Biden's bribery allegations out of the headlines. Did you notice they turned over the document, Christopher Ray, almost at the exact same time the Jack Smith Trump indictment is going to go down tomorrow came down? That is not an accident. China's watching. The deep staters are watching. Now it's all makes sense. Now part three. It's a lot of we only five minutes into the show. I'm hitting you with a ton of stuff. Folks, they're setting us up again. They're setting us up. The FBI and the DOJ are, you cannot trust Christopher Ray. This is not a serious person. This is an absolute tyrant who will do anything the administration wants. And what the administration wants now is to put the boot on the neck of conservatives and MAGA supporters. They, will, they don't even care how nasty it gets civilly in the United States. They don't care. They don't care if China invades Taiwan because of what they're doing. They don't care how it looks. They're just imprisoning their political opponents right now. They're also baiting you. They are waiting for some street violence. They want it. They need it. They are using it. They are going to use it as a crackdown. So I'm begging you and imploring you, please do not get baited. We absolutely cannot trust the FBI and DOJ, and they are tickling themselves right now, just waiting for some civil disturbance for a crackdown. You don't know who those people are. If they're your people, get them out. If they're provocateurs, get them out. But please do not get baited. Show up, protest as loudly, as vociferously as you can. That is your constitutional God-given right. But please don't get baited. The writing is all over the wall. They are dying to interfere in this next election and will use any excuse to kick your ass and throw you right in a, uh, right in a jail cell. I am sure of it. Civil liberties be damned. Watch CNN right here. You doubt me? We always bring the receipts. We don't waste any of your time. Watch CNN's Wolf Blitzer right here. The narrative is already being set up. These super violent people are going to show up in Miami at Trump's court appearance. They're going to cause all kinds of a civil disturbance, just like January 6th. The narrative is already being set up. Here, watch yourself. FBI special agents across the country are actively looking for possible domestic terror threats related to Trump's upcoming court appearance in Florida. Sources say some pro-Trump groups are already making plans to travel to Miami and support the former president as he faces these federal charges in the classified documents case. 
Folks, this is not an accident. This is not an accident. Wolfie and CNN are all in on this, whether it's implicitly, explicitly, tacitly, or openly. They are all in on this. They are hoping for a crackdown. Do not let this interfere with you showing up to legally, lawfully, and peacefully protest. Do not be dissuaded at all. I'm just telling you, be very careful about people in a crowd trying to bait you into doing things that are going to get you thrown in jail because they are begging, tickling themselves like this, waiting for a crackdown. These are not, these people are, they have lost any moorings, folks, to any morality at all. They know China's watching and that China might invade because of what Biden's doing and all this civil strife. They know Christopher Wray is helping them right now. Push Trump into the headlines to get Biden out of him. They don't care. Folks, they also don't care, which is why saddest winky winky nod nod I ever had to give you. Sad I had to tell you the story last week that I believe for credible, very serious reasons, Trump's life is in real danger. Folks, I don't talk about this stuff lightly. If you've listened to my show, you know for a fact I rarely bring this stuff up unless I think it's really, really serious. Trump's life is in real danger, ladies and gentlemen. He does not have a presidential package level of security, but he has a presidential level package level of threats. The threat to Trump does not match his security package. And I have a really bad feeling right now that there's political pressure being put on the administration to make sure Trump doesn't get the security he needs. Now, do you notice up in New York City, where the NYPD doesn't play as many games as the feds, which is probably crazy to hear, but it's true. The NYPD, they had some special arrangements set up for Trump when he went up to the courthouse. Now he's going to a federal courthouse controlled by the federal government. I hate to tell you I called it, man. But I did. New York Post. Secret Service will not seek special accommodations for Trump's Miami court appearance. Folks, this is third world stuff now. No special accommodations, really? Is the Biden team pressuring the Department of Homeland Security right now? Folks, this guy's life is in danger. I hope this is one of those shows that we can laugh off five and six years in the future. My fear is it isn't. This guy's threat level is through the roof. And with each ridiculous indictment and police state action against them, these crazy, uncontrolled maniacs on the left are just looking for an excuse to do something because they know the media probably won't care. The media will be like, well, it was horrible he did that, but Trump was a fascist. Guy will be a hero on the left. GoFundMe will have a big bunch of fundraisers for him. Folks, his life is in real danger. Look at me. You need a visual of the lefties? The threat level's here. The security level is here. This guy is in real danger. Sadly, we're becoming more and more like China every day, where this is what you do. Your political opponents get attacked, they get whacked, or they get thrown in jail. That's where we are right now. China's watching all of this right now. 
And we are becoming more like China rather than China becoming more liberty-oriented like we used to be before the Obama-Biden regime took the country over. Here, read this gem in a newsletter. Just throw this out there. You think I'm messing with you? The Department of Homeland Security, which supervises the Secret Service, by the way, just thought I'd throw that in there, sought to assign social credit-style risk scores to social media users? Convenient, those risk scores were probably assigned to conservatives too. Oh, these guys are risky. You might want to look into, into them, Twitter and Facebook. They are openly targeting their political opponents right now. We're looking more like China every single day. Selective justice isn't coming. It's here right now. Folks, listen to me. We're in deep, deep, huge pile this high, like that Jurassic Park sequence where the Triceratops dump, they have to reach their hands and see if he's sick. That's the kind of pile of dung we're in right now. Now you wonder why I'm trying to get everybody uh, to get out there and do something for the 2024 election. We lose this, man. I got to tell you, I don't know how long I'm going to be in the United States anymore. I am now. We're in real trouble. Selective justice is here. This indictment is a distraction. Christopher Ray, I believe, was part of the distraction from Biden. I believe Christopher Ray delayed it. The uh, Biden paperwork being produced until this indictment as a distraction. China's watching the distraction and Trump's life is clearly in danger because of the distraction. Now, were any of these rules applied to Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden? Let's do a little history lesson here. Cue up that video of Lindsey Graham. Not a huge fan of Lindsey Graham, got to be honest, but that doesn't make what he said here wrong. Lindsey Graham was on a weekend show with George Snuffleupagus and brings up a very good point. Lindsey Graham's kind of a rhino. When Lindsey Graham's all fired up, you know something's wrong. He's on with Snuffleupagus, and Snuffleupagus, oh, I'll, I'll play a clip of him in a minute pretending he's stupid, but he gets laid out by this Trump attorney. But this is different. Here's Lindsey Graham saying, are you guys insane? All of a sudden, Trump is public enemy number one, but you never charge Hillary or Biden for the same or worse crimes? Here, listen to yourself. We live in an America where if you're the Democratic candidate for president, Hillary Clinton, secretary of state, you can set up a private server in your basement to conduct government business. And when an Senator, investigation is had about your activity. No, let me finish. But you this didn't answer the you question. That was ridiculous. Well, yeah, I, I'm trying to answer the question from a Republican point of view. That may not be acceptable on this show. Yes, I don't like what President Trump did in certain aspects. I don't like that Joe Biden had classified information on the garage. I don't like that Mike Pence carelessly took classified information. I don't like any of that. But what I don't like is a system in America where the secretary of uh, state, who's a Democratic uh, candidate for president, has people take a hammer to social media devices and break them apart, apply beach, uh, bleach bit to a hard drive to erase emails, allow classified information to get on a felon's computer, Anthony Weiner, 
You haven't even mentioned that. Most Republicans believe we live in a country where Hillary Clinton did very similar things and nothing happened to her. President Trump will have his day in court, but espionage charges are absolutely ridiculous. Whether you like Trump or not, he did not commit espionage. Listen, I'm totally with you in the chat. This guy bails on us often when we need him. And I do think he's a rhino. Yeah. I'm with you 100%. But that does not make any of what he just said inaccurate. I'm not going to not play it on the show because he's got a history of saying things that are inaccurate or definitely align with the rhino portion of the swamp. What he just said there, you're damn right. And folks, some people need to hear it. And if the only voice who can get it out because they'll only have rhinos on is on ABC, is Lindsay, then let him say it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm serious, Joe. Yeah. I'm dead serious. If this is the only guy they'll have on, then it's better that these crazies who watch Snuffleupagus on ABC hear it from him than not hear it at all. He's right. Let me finish. He's right. What he said there is absolutely correct. Here's Snuffleupagus getting absolutely laid out again by Jim Trusty, an attorney, and here's, this is hilarious. Snuffleupagus, who claims to be a news guy, he's playing stupid here. He's like, what are you talking about? Biden bribery charges and Biden classified document stuff? What are you, he pretends he doesn't know while claiming to be a journalist. This, yeah, this is even better than the first one. Take a look. You've got these investigations in Delaware that are a thousand times more serious by a sitting president who has authorized his DOJ to try to sink the candidacy of his prime opposition while that guy has unsecured documents that he stole out of a skiff dozens of years ago. So, look, you know, we're not talking what about some talking sort of about, favoritism. What are you talking about? That is a ridiculous statement. Uh, there's this issue. <laughs> nice try. There's an issue that anyone that reads any newspapers would agree is a parallel track, which is the Delaware document scandal of Joe Biden, where there's a special counsel, Rob Herr, that's investigating it. You know that there were documents that were sensitive, that were marked classified, found in a garage near a Corvette that made their way through Chinatown, through the Penn Biden Center. There's 1,850 boxes that have never been fully looked at at University of Delaware. You have the ultimate unclean hands of a current sitting president who had no declassification, had none of the protections of President Trump, and who literally had to have stolen stuff from a skiff. Even Dick Durbin has commented about how this was an outrageous possession of classified material by Vice President at that point, Joe Biden. So that's what we're talking about. You can scoff and act like there's nothing to it, but the whole country knows the basic notion of unequal treatment and fairness, and that's what's at issue with this process. How do you not know, dude? dude? How do you pretend to be a journalist with ABC or wherever the hell he works, Snuffleupagus, and you're unaware of only the biggest presidential bribery classified documents case of all time? And by the way, that doesn't involve Donald Trump. That involves Joe Biden. Because Donald Trump could have declassified the paperwork under the PRA, Presidential Records Act. Joe Biden couldn't have. You know why? Because he wasn't the president when he took the documents. That's why. Here, one more. This is great. You remember this gem from CNN? Hat tip, Boris Epstein. This is from a while ago. 
But this is a live on-air fact check. Remember, we're talking about the selective justice system causing civil unrest here in the United States as everybody's getting restless about the banana republic we now live in. China's watching this. The FBI's corrupted. You still believe we're not in a a two-tiered system of justice, which is exactly what the Chinese Communist Party wants? Remember this? This happened on-air live at CNN. One of Trump's attorneys, Boris Epstein, or advisor to him, he's on with this other goofball. And he mentions the fact that Hillary destroyed a bunch of Blackberries and trafficked in classified documents. So they made the mistake of doing something, Joe. They did a live on-air fact yeah. check. Yeah, that didn't go well. <laughs> go look at this. They destroyed Blackberries with hammers in the State Department. That's not what That's won the presidency. Actually, Evan, 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 hold on. Can you fact check that? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Evan Perez. Hammers, fact check that for me, please, on the fly. Uh, yes, they did, Brooke. Uh, as so. as, uh, <laughs> as did. you mentioned, there were uh, 13 devices, mobile devices, and five iPads that uh, the FBI said that you know, in some way, were used with with her private email server. And they did, in some cases, just destroy them with hammers when they were done using them. <laughs> one of the gr- one of the absolute greatest scenes you will ever see on TNN. Greatest scenes you will ever see. We're on the air. The fact checker has to admit what Boris Epstein just said was absolutely true. Ladies and gentlemen, China is watching right now. They are watching us descend into third world banana republic madness right now. Make no mistake, and they're going to take full advantage. Prepare yourself today. Prepare yourself today. Don't say you didn't hear it on this show. They know something they're not telling us. China knows something that they are telling us. Our government knows something about China. Be very careful. Quick break and right back to this. I want to show you a reminder of what happened to Hillary and how Hillary's laughing at us right now, too. A great day begins with a great night's sleep. I slept like a champion last night. You're missing out if you're not sleeping on a Helix mattress. Helix offers 20 unique mattresses for big, tall, short, wide, even special ones for kids. To find the perfect fit, Helix provides a 100-night in-home sleep trial. No matter your sleeping position, Helix is the answer. Memory foam, hybrid, all the more responsive to the individual with enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating. Helix is about comfort, care, and a great night's sleep. My Helix mattress, the best I've slept on. The setup was fast and easy. Don't just take my word for it. GQ and Wired Magazine have named Helix their number one mattress. Take the Helix sleep quiz at helixsleep.com and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. I can't sleep on anything else. Super comfortable. Great prices as a bonus. Helix is offering 20% off. It's a big savings off all mattress orders and two free pillows for my listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan, H-E-L-I-X. It's their best offer yet and it won't last long. Helixsleep.com slash Dan with Helix. Better sleep starts now. Love Helix. Got some good Z's last night on that. I just wanted to remind you about here uh, for those goofball liberals, especially in the chat that like to troll people. We love having you because we love making fun of you, you freaking morons. You live in a black hole of stupid. And you're like, that never happened with Hillary. Oh, it didn't. It didn't. Your, your boy, Jim Comey, who you love right now because you think he goes after Trump when he really destroyed your woman, Hillary, just as bad as he destroyed Trump because Jim Comey's a moron. Jim Comey is a cancerous, malignant, rotten American society who managed to take down two political parties at the same time because he's such a corrupt goon. Remember this? The Journal put out a little piece this week about the destructive Trump indictment, and he just put out a little reminder the Journal about what Hillary Clinton did when she was Secretary of State. This is according to Jim Comey, your, your uh, seven-foot-tall god on the left. 
What he's a seven-foot-tall uh, pile of, that's up uh, for you. FBI Director Jim Comey said in 2016 that Hillary and her colleagues were, quote, extremely careless in their handling of very sensitive, highly classified informa classified information. Really? According to Comey, 113 emails. You mean 13 emails? You mean 100 emails? You mean 11.3? No, 113 emails, according to Comey, included information that was classified when it was sent or received on the private server. Eight were top secret. About 2,000 others were later up-classified to confidential. This was the statement Mr. Comey ended by declaring Mrs. Mrs. Clinton free and clear since no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. Well, Jack Smith's clearly not a reasonable prosecutor because he brought essentially the same case against Donald Trump with the proviso and caveat built in that Trump could have actually declassified those documents while Hillary Clinton could not. Of course, Hillary's laughing at us. She's bringing her hat back to butt her emails. Why? Because, ladies and gentlemen, China's watching us. We are turning into China. You get the theme here? China's not turning into us. China's turning into the world's largest surveillance state and a potentially uh, globally instable force that could lead to World War III and potential nuclear war. And we're playing right into China's game by dividing our population, targeting them against each other, and arresting our political opponents while taking care of people like Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, and others. What difference at this point does it make? But I don't know what difference it makes, Hills. I don't know. I mean, we've asked... Clearly, it doesn't make a difference if you meet this one condition. Does anybody know what that condition is? If you've yeah. got the D, D in front of your name, you've got the D <laughs> in front of your name, then you're A-OK. -okay. And that's why. <laughs> I got to leave that for you. Sometimes. Uh, that's why we live in the freaking third world right now. That's why nobody takes the GOJ or FBI seriously. That's why all these people out there are like, but like the Jonah Goldbergs of the world. Well, hasn't the right considered that Trump may be guilty of all this stuff? The answer is Jonah, um, no, because nobody trusts anything out of the DOJ or FBI. Why? Because everything we've been told by the FBI or DOJ about Donald Trump that involved a major level nine or 10 scandal has turned out to be false. So I'm working on evidence, Jonah. I don't know what the hell you're working on. Molly Hemingway was on uh, Fox this weekend and described exactly this. You can't say it better than this. About how it doesn't matter. Nobody trusts the FBI or DOJ. Have you considered the fact that Trump could be guilty? No, because nobody believes anything in the indictment because nothing in the FISA warrants or anything else used to target Donald Trump was legit in the past either. So I, I want to see it myself. I don't see it myself. I don't trust these people anymore. Take a listen. Mostly grappling with the substance of the indictment, which is he's accused of repeatedly holding back and hiding classified documents, but rather attacking the Justice Department. Well, that's because the larger context here is so important. I do think people would have been willing to hear from a Department of Justice that they needed to indict their top political opponent um, and, and hear that in good faith. If we hadn't experienced what we have for the last six years from this Department of Justice, we have a department 
Department of Justice that had Hillary Clinton, who was never a president and never will be a president, mishandling classified information, and they invented a new legal standard simply to let her go. We have all the paperwork disputes with President uh, Obama, President Clinton. We had theft of documents from the National Archives by a Clinton associate, and nothing has happened to those people. We had the Russiagate collusion hoax in which the Department of Justice invented a conspiracy or participated in a Democrat-invented conspiracy theory to say that Donald Trump was a traitor. This week, we learned that Joe Biden was credibly accused by a very serious whistleblower of a $5 million bribery scheme, and the FBI worked to cover it up. So you're absolutely right that people are talking about the broader context, because that's the most important thing here. Nobody takes the Department of Justice seriously so long as they fail to include exculpatory evidence and they participate in this kind of hoax over and over and over again. Nobody takes the Department of Justice. Scratch that. I'm going to add to what Molly's saying, although she said it fantastically. Nobody takes the government seriously anymore. They lie about everything. Don't go anywhere, folks. I'm going to tie it in at the end of the show. How this is tied into what China's doing. How China's watching us. They know nobody trusts their government. I'll bet China's thinking right now, we can invade Taiwan and 50% of America won't even believe it if it's reported by the media or put out by the government. Don't laugh. Nobody trusts the government. What do you think that UFO story was about last week? I've got a great piece. You got to go to the newsletter. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Sorry, I don't want to seem like I'm pumping something because it's my, just go there. We don't spam your inbox. Read the Gatestone Institute piece about the UFO thing. It's tied exactly to what Molly just said. What? Really? Yes. Nobody trusts anything coming out of the government anymore. No one. You had a guy come out last week with the greatest revelation in human history. We have aliens and alien spacecraft. He's got lawyers backing him up. And that's what happened. What? Everybody yawned. That's what happened. That's everybody yawned. Do you know why? Even people like Joe, who's really into this, were like, uh, did it come from the government? I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll do my own research. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. And Joe's, but believe me, Joe's a believer. Yeah. Nobody trusts these people. Oh, but it was in the indictment. Yeah. They had pictures of boxes in a bathroom. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. What do you mean you don't care? I got to see what's in there. No, myself. Those could be empty boxes. I trust nothing from these people, and you shouldn't either. I'll show you why in a minute. Do not buy anything they're telling you. They are full of big time. Stay with me. Folks, I can't believe the dire headlines we're facing. I've been telling you about it the whole show. That's why the smartest investment you can make right now with this China threat and everything going on is food security. Don't mess around. I get it. They're a paid sponsor of the show, but I only take sponsors I use and believe in. You don't want a food disaster on your hands. You get supply lines. You know how much traffic goes through that straight? Food traffic and everything else. You want that shut down in a China invasion? You want to be struggling to buy food? You're going to need emergency food. You don't wait till the emergency. There's not going to be any left. Go today to My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. Pick up a three-month emergency food kit for every member of your family. Please, please don't wait. When you order today, you'll save $200 on each kit you need. The food in the kits last up to 25 years. Your family will stay fed. Others are waiting for government handouts they're never going to get. Don't delay order today. Get your three-month emergency food kit. Save $200 per kit. It's easy to order. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. You'll get fast and free shipping, too. Do it today. 
or you'll regret it tomorrow. Please don't wait. MyPatriotSupply.com. I'm not messing around. <laughs> Please don't wait. They know something. Evacuation plans for Taiwan? For what? Oh, well, they're just doing that because they don't want to screw up again in Afghanistan like they did in Afghanistan. So you're telling me they knew they were going to evacuate Afghanistan, didn't have a good Afghanistan plan, but they're already preparing for Taiwan? Tells me they might kind of know something. For the third time I've said it, I can't warn you enough. I'm done my job. Now you got to do yours. I don't want you to ever waste your time here. Folks, trust nothing coming out of the government. We opened up with three tenets of today's show. That China's watching what's going on right now. Christopher Ray and the FBI are in on this Trump distraction thing. And don't get baited into some violent incident down in, uh, at any of these protests. They are clearly waiting for a massive crackdown just like China. Now, I know the DOJ and FBI were in on this. Folks, hat tip uh, audience archivist Judy she, Judy, she reminded me about this. Kathy Chung, the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden aide, who was there and is alleged to have been a part of Joe Biden taking these classified documents about Ukraine that were conveniently stashed in the Penn Biden Center that was being run by Biden's former point man in Ukraine, Michael Carpenter, and our current Secretary of State. Remember the story about these classified documents? Pop quiz, Agee, you remember? What was the story? Oh, man, Joe Biden and his team were just going through a closet in the Penn Biden Center. And, oh, man, looky here. Look at what happened. So weird, Joe. They found some classified documents. They immediately turned over because huh. Joe Biden's such a good guy. We were told that story. And what did I tell you back then? I said, sounds like he's full of stuff. Sounds, sounds like it. It was so weird. They found more just by accident in the garage. But he says, don't worry. The garage is locked. He keeps a Corvette oh, in there. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. So it's all good. Remember when I told you that? And the FBI and DOJ were like kind of quiet on the whole thing. Why were they quiet? Because New York Post is in the newsletter today, too, if you'd like to give it a, a read. Biden aide Kathy Chung refutes classified documents locked closet spin. President Biden's former assistant, Kathy Chung, contradicted White House claims that classified documents discovered at Biden's uh, D.C. office this past November were in a, quote, locked closet and revealed the White House sought to quietly retrieve the papers. Oh, really? Oh, God, that's so strange. That's so, that's so weird. Oh, uh, they also said uh, that Chung's testimony revealed a previously unknown detail. That the then White House counsel, in other words, Biden's lawyer in the White House, sought to recover documents from the Biden office in May of 2022. May of 2022. How is that, Gee? Because we were told that they only found the records in November. Now, Joe, you've been with me the longest. You're the oldest yes. and also the smartest man on the show. Thank you, sir. So can you just kind of cue us in here? Is November of 2022 when Biden said he found the documents? Yeah. Is that before or after May of 2022? If you need a moment that people in the chat will understand. Anyone in the chat want to help Joe? Oh, November after? It's after, Dan. After. It's after. Heck it's yes. after. Wow. So strange. Feel so smart. That they said they found the documents in November, but that the White House counsel tried to get them in May. 
the documents they didn't find until November. So he's trying to get documents in May that nobody knows about or hasn't found yet. That's so strange. It's almost like they did know about them and didn't find them at all because somebody told the FBI they were there. Maybe the same guy who told them about the bribe. I don't know. All I'm telling you is the government is full <laughs> That's a dead Gita Star Trek fan. I get where he's going with this. There's a, you guys don't know yet because I haven't spoke about the story yet about the UFO. There's a UFO angle to this too. He says they probably, Joe, you read the story too, yeah. distorted space time around this. Oh, yeah. So they actually did, November and May were actually in time dilation or something compressed together. You'll get that later in the show. Piece of cake, yeah. yeah the, the, right, right. Good point, Justin. The libs will be, <laughs> yeah, Dan's got it. Makes perfect sense. Freaking morons, idiots. Why do we have to deal with stupid people on the show? Why? Oh, no. Why do we have to deal with stupid left and left in the chat? Why? We'll, we'll take it. By the way, on one down note to this, though, there is one uh, problem Trump is going to have with this case, and we shouldn't run away from it. It's Jeff Charles, great guy at Red State. Uh, two damning paragraphs, Alan Dershowitz dishes on Trump's indictment. The one thing he's going to have a headache with is this recording. It's a, keep in mind, it's an audio recording. That's important. It's not video. There's an audio recording there where apparently Trump says, uh, showing some document. So as president, I could have declassified it. Now I can't. You know, this is still a secret. The question is, what is he waving around? Now, I'm not, again, I trust nothing. I want to be absolutely clear. I'm just trying to do some actual responsible reporting and give you both sides of this. So we're prepared, unlike leftists who block out facts all the time. This is going to be a headache for him. The defense could be pretty reasonable. The defense could say, hey, he was just bragging out there. He didn't have this classified document or he had it and didn't show it to him. And he's allowed to say he could have declassified a document that he didn't. And the document wasn't classified. That could be there. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying it could be. But I'm going to give you both sides. Dershowitz isn't wrong. That's going to create his biggest hangup here. However, again, I'll say for like the 10th time in this show, I trust absolutely nothing coming out of the government, and you shouldn't either. Yeah, it could have been a rush I moment, gotta, you know? Remember this? Uh, exactly. Yeah. exactly. I got to hear I got to hear that. Right. Yeah, the right. You know, the, the, the paper. From, right. right. Joe, listen, Joe, listen for years. Uh, I actually do that during my show. I believe nothing. I got to hear it myself. I don't believe it. I just don't believe anything coming out of the government. You're going to sense a theme in today's show today. All right, folks, we got to move on. You know what? Let me get to my last sponsor because I want to motor through this. I always appreciate their time. I appreciate your patience. They want to be here to talk to you. The Soros money machine, though, is about to heat up. And I just want to say in advance, any criticism of this segment about George Soros coming from me, fellas, do you agree, is anti-Christian? It is. Can we all establish that fact? Media rules. Your rules, media people. Respect it. Respect my pronouns, too. Respect my pronouns. Okay? Respect my pronouns and respect it. You said any criticisms of people, if you don't like their politics, religions, fair game. I'm a Christian. I'm criticizing George Soros funding political issues I don't like. Any criticism of me from this point forward is anti-Christian. I just want it on the record. So the SPLC, Southern Poverty Law, it may accuse you of being a hate group if you criticize me about this flag segment. It. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, flag it right now. All right. So I got more on this coming up, so stay tuned. Folks, Father's Day is coming up. Nothing better for Father's Day than steaks. Steaks. 
When you give dad perfectly aged and oh so tender steaks, you're not just giving him the best meal of his life, but the chance to grill him up, make it a special moment, right? For a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com and you enter code Bongino into the search bar, you'll be able to order the dad's favorite gift package for just $99.99. Plus you'll get eight, yes, eight free Omaha Steaks burgers with your orders. These burgers taste like a steak on a bun. bun. They're ultra lean and pack a bold, intense, beefy flavor. Save over 60% on the dad's favorite grill pack, and you'll get this. You ready? Four bacon wrap fillets, four premium air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, four boneless pork chops, which are amazing, by the way, four gourmet jumbo franks, four made-from-scratch caramel apple tartlets, and an Omaha Steaks, a Steaks seasoning jar, which is incredible. Get those eight free Omaha Steaks burgers, all of this for $99.99. Now, that's a deal. Gift things easy. Dad, dad they want steak, dad. It's just that simple. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Type Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O in the search bar and order the dad's favorite gift package today for Father's Day. That's omahasteaks.com. Keyword Bongino. Get them steaks. Get them steaks. Send them to Justin. What's that? Sean Farris is in the chat, my man. He has a funny one this weekend, Sean Farris. If you follow him on social media, his podcast. Sean's got a really funny TNN breaking news story. Uh, Donald Trump chimed in on T. You might want to check that out. Go to his Twitter feed. You can see it. Or Sean, I know we don't do links in the chat, but tell everyone where they can find you on Twitter. It's really funny. That TNN breaking news thing about what Sean found out on TNN, what happened with the I-95 collapse. I didn't know this was part of it. I didn't know. But Sean, the greatest Trump impersonator of all time, he knows. So you may want to check that out. My man. All right, folks, the Soros money machine's heating up, and you better start getting concerned about it. Soros' money has been a big deal. He puts it into a bunch of causes that have caused destruction in the streets, the destruction of our country. And, of course, the left you know, wants misdirection. They don't want you talking about Soros, which makes us do what, fellas, on the show when they tell us not to talk about it? What do we do, Jim? Yeah, we talk about it. Yeah. We talk about it twice. Right. Would you, once just to stick it to you and another time to give you the double barrel. <laughs> so whenever you tell us not to talk about it, we're going to talk about it twice. So here's what's going on. This was a big breaking news story in the Wall Street Journal this weekend. Folks, the Soros money machine is going to get hot. His son's taking over right now. You guys got the headline or are you going to leave that red state one? I mean, what are you doing there? You, you okay? He's like busy playing Star Wars on his phone over there. These guys have one job. Like to, you just, you literally have one job just to put the thing up. He's like, I don't know what he's doing over there. What is he do? What is he doing back there? You ever see that the Will Ferrell line from uh, Wedding Crashers? What is she doing back? I don't know what he's doing back there. He's like sitting there playing Star Wars games on his phone or something. Hey mom, the meatloaf. <laughs> hey Paula, the meatloaf. <laughs> Wall Street Journal. George Soros hands control to his 37 year old son. Who notes? I'm more political. Really? How do you get more political? His dad is literally, not figuratively, one of the largest donors to not just leftists, but radical leftist causes anywhere in the known cosmos. And the son notes, hey, you know, we think alike, the elder Soros said, while embracing some different causes, voting, abortion rights, gender equity, all leftist buzz terms. Interesting. Turn it over to the kid who says he's even more political. Any criticism of this is anti-Christian. I want you to know that on the record, you've been warned. Southern Poverty Law Center might come for you. 
Now, what does all of this mean for you? None of it's good. The Soros money machine is conveniently heating up right before the election. And here is an author of mine in my publishing company, Matt Palumbo. He's also the editor of Bongino Report. A little Bongino Report mug here. Matt wrote an amazing book called The Man Behind the Curtain. He was on Fox this weekend talking about what this means and how George Soros uh, met with Kamala Harris. Is that the clip here or is it the other one? Is that Matt? Yeah, this is the David Asmick clip, right? He, I want you to pay very close attention to what he's, sorry, I, that's not, I actually lost track of that one. Matt's on here, expert, man behind the curtain. He wrote the definitive book about George Soros. Pay very close attention to what he says at the end here. How Soros' son met with Kamala Harris, right, as this money machine's about to open up. But conveniently, that wasn't on the schedule. It's almost like they're trying to hide something. Take a look. Well, Alexander Soros, key in on that last name, the son of liberal billionaire George Soros, met with Vice President Kamala Harris earlier this week. Senator Marsha Blackburn reacted to the meeting saying, quote, it's laughable that the left wants you to believe that the Soros family has no influence in politics. Matt Palumbo, author of Man Behind the Curtain, joins me now. So how deep, Matt, is the Soros influence in the Democratic Party? Well, I argue that he has more influence in the Biden administration, um, really, than any other administration. And, you know, the, and, the and by the way, when you say he, yeah, you're refer referring both to George and his son, yeah, both George and the son. And I, I will say it's it's fascinating with George that his whole life and the media has gone along with this, um, has made criticism of him and his network and, and really suggesting that there's anything negative going on into a conspiracy theory. And then his son, Alex, is now sort of it looks like really taking over the empire and he is doing it out in the open. There is you really can't call it a conspiracy unless you're the mainstream media trying to cover this. And with uh, VP Harris, you know, notably that meeting was missing from her public schedule that day. Oh, interesting. That's just fascinating. Missing from the public schedule as if it wasn't an official meeting, almost like it was a non-official meeting about official official stuff. Hmm. Soros money machine. Getting ready. Joe, is it an election season or a presidential thing coming up? Yes, I think sometime, Dan. Are you I sure? I have to check, yeah. E? Justin, you sure? Justin says he heard a little something, but he's not sure. Huh. Strange how Soros and the money machine always start popping back in the news cycle. And yet the Democrats run from it and go, that's ah, anti-Semitic when you talk about a liberal advocating for liberal issues. So strange how it always happens to pop up right around the election. Now, if you want the two definitive books on what Soros is up to, okay? The man behind the curtain is Matt's, uh, he'll be Matt Palumbo's book. He'll be on my show later. But my book, Follow the Money, folks, again, rent it from the library. I don't care. I'm not trying to say I wrote the book a long time ago. I promise you that stuff's about the dough. But in the book, Follow the Money, the opening chapter is called Insane in Ukraine. And ladies and gentlemen, you can read all about what George Soros did to interfere in the election, uh, last election and the election before that. One of the, uh, the chapters, Insane in Ukraine, how Soros is involved in everything. Ukraine, the stuff going on in the FBI, how his Open Societies Foundation is involved. But one of the things you may have forgotten is that one of the places Soros's group donated to, this is from the book, Follow the Money. This is right in chapter one. There's three sections on Soros in chapter one alone. In 2017, Soros gave $1 million to the Democracy Integrity Project, a group founded by Dan Jones, to do what? Investigate interference in Western elections by hostile foreign powers? Jones, a former FBI analyst and staffer for Dianne Feinstein, 
wrangled over $7 million in revenue for his nonprofit. Gosh, Soros gave a lot of money to these guys, his group. It's so strange. He says, I wrote in a book, he says, like it's someone else. Let's reverse engineer this. Jones, it turns out, didn't just hire the firm that kicked off the entire Spygate fiasco. Fusion GPS hired itself. Here's Glenn Simpson describing in the third person how the Democracy Integrity Project was born after Simpson reached out to Dan Jones. And I go into the whole thing. So George Soros's money and the Open Societies Foundation were involved with one of the guys who started the whole collusion hoax, Dan Jones. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's all laid out there in the book. What about the whole Ukraine thing? It's almost like George Soros had business interests in Ukraine and his group, the Open Societies Foundation, were funding another group called Ant-AC. And Soros' group, Ant-AC, was being used to go after some of Soros' business rivals. So strange. Here's another excerpt from the book. In 2016, as the presidential election heated up, Ukraine's prosecutor general's office began an investigation into Ant-AC, which was heavily funded by Soros, about the possible misuse of millions of funds and had an inquiry set to the U.S. ambassador, uh, Jeffrey Pyatt, George Kent, the charge, and this diplomat, that's diplomatic speak for the second in command. He responded to Deputy Prosecutor General Yuri Stoliarchuk with a two-page letter that said the United States had no concerns about the use of our assistance funds and noted we've accounted for every single foreign assistance dollar spent on projects in Ukraine. Deep into the letter, however, Kent, wait, go back. You switched this Kent then pressured Stoliarchuk about Ant AC. Oh, he did. The investigation into Ant AC based on the assistance they received from us is similarly misplaced, Kent wrote. Less than a week after Shokin was removed from office. So at the time the letter arrived with a void at Ukraine's top legal offices, no replacement had been named. Kent was obviously applying pressure to the agency over Soros's pet project. So just to be clear, the charge, one of the big shots in our Ukrainian embassy, all comes back to Ukraine, folks. That's why the chapter is called Insane in Ukraine. George Kent wrote a letter that he had no concerns about this group Soros was funding, Ant-AC. After the prosecutor they all wanted out that was looking into Biden got fired. Fire the prosecutor. All of a sudden, a letter shows up. Oh, you know what? The U.S. Embassy has no concerns with that George Soros group. Strange, right? You're not falling for any of this crap, are you? Folks, this is all tied together. Now, do you see why the Biden administration is so fascinated about keeping all the Ukrainians happy all the time? Because they're covering up everything Soros, the FBI, Biden, and all of these big money folks were doing over there. I'm not telling you Putin's some good guy. That's a separate argument altogether. I'm telling you right now, you're not hearing the whole story about Ukraine. That was a piggy bank. Biden was part of the piggy bank. This group... That was, was being looked into, Ant-AC, by Ukrainian prosecutors. The Ukrainian prosecutor got fired. And all of a sudden, our embassy says, oh, after the prosecutor got fired, they send a letter to the new prosecutor going, we have no concerns with Soros' group anymore. Weird, isn't it? All right. Folks, you cannot trust anything coming out of the government. Anything. This is a story in the Daily Mail. Crashed UFO recovered by military. Distorted space and time. Now you see where Joe was going with that. Leaving an investigator nauseous and disoriented. Guy says he got in this crashed spacecraft. And it was just weird. They got in there. It was as big as a football field. It freaked him out. 
made him feel nauseous. He notes it was the size of a football stadium, but the outside was only about 30 feet in diameter. He notes that space was not the only warped dimension around the craft. Staggered back out. And physicists, Joe, have theorized that the propulsion could theoretically involve warping space-time around it to negate the effects of gravity. Wow. All these stories coming out about UFOs. Warping space-time? Science! Did they, did, I don't know. Guy has a good question. Did they find the Biden documents? In the, I don't know. Maybe they found the Hillary Clinton Blackberries in that craft, too, distorting space-time. Gatestone, you got to read this piece by J.B. Shirk. It is really, really good. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. It's called Lies, Damn Lies, and UFOs. Deciphering the truth hidden among decades of propaganda. He says, listen, man, this guy J.B. asks the same questions I'm asking. So you're telling me that we have alien life and alien craft and no one found out about it till now. And now that all of this corruption is starting to come out, we're just supposed to ignore that and pay attention to the UFO story. He goes, hey, this is a lot to take in. The government's denied this for decades. And suddenly an avalanche of UAP uh, disclosures, you know, their word for UFO, the words, is hitting the public all at once. He notes something very critical here, folks. You got whistleblowers, intelligence people, scientists, members of Congress, all speaking up seemingly at the same time after decades of government disavowals. In another era, Nolan's interview, that's the guy that said that all this stuff went down. During a popular thought leader investment forum would have been sufficient to capture the nation's attention. Hey, we've got UFOs. Taken together with two provocative essays detailing these accounts, the revelations of the last few weeks should have been enough to eclipse every other news story in the world. But they didn't. Here are the only two possible conclusions here. This guy, J.B. Shirk, nails it, man. Read this piece in Gatestone. It's really long, but it's worth your time. Bongino.com slash newsletter. It's right there. He says, given the obvious coordination of the UAP disclosures the last few weeks, there are only two scenarios plausible. Folks, this could be real. I'm, I'm not immune to the fact that this could be real. It could be real, and they could have released it now, along with all these professionals and scientists and government people vouching for the story as basically a way to put it out there so the public doesn't panic at a time of national distress distress when nobody trusts the government. Do, do you get the kind of quadruple, triple, reverse psychology going on here? <laughs> yeah. That nobody trusts the government. They don't want panic. They denied it forever. But they're figuring, hey, no one trusts us anyway, so we might as well put the UFO story out there now. Or he notes that these people are working together behind the scenes to deliver enough corroborated information to the public to pierce through a near century of state-imposed secrecy. So it's either true or it's a huge disinformation campaign, but it's true and it's being released now if number one is accurate because nobody trusts the government anyway. And if you were trying to avoid panic by not telling people the truth, you might as well release it now when nobody believes your dumbasses anyway. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. Spicy show today. A lot going on, man. The news cycle's just coming at you fast and furious. I'm going to get into the serial dishonesty stuff tomorrow. There's something going on in Cuba with China too. I couldn't get to it today. We're running out of time. But I'll get to it in tomorrow's podcast. There's a lot going on. The Chinese Communist Party is watching. Do not get baited. 
Don't trust anything coming from the government. Do not talk to these people. They are not trustworthy. They are not trustworthy. Please take my word for it. Prepare today. Don't mess around. Thanks for tuning in. Join us at the live chat every day. Rumble.com slash Bongino. The show goes live at 11. The live chat starts at 10. Guy and Justin are in there causing all kinds of trouble. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Always click that follow button. We really appreciate it. It's free. Follow us on Apple and Spotify as well. Helps us a lot keeping us on the charts. We really appreciate it. Helps other people find us. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.